fast <laughs> all right okay and resume and resume the podcast which i i'm never sure if we're in it until i put it up in the computer um and it goes uh started here it tells me i got a really really expensive computer it does all the <laughs> creative uh decision making for me it's an apple it fills you in on stuff like hey the first uh First 30 seconds of this podcast, you didn't really talk at all, so... Yeah, kind of dipped. Um, it's like, I suggest uh, skipping the part about, uh, you know, your dad looking good in a swimsuit or whatever. Yeah, I want to clarify, because um, we'll cut that start. It sounds like we started the podcast and then immediately didn't have a third line of response, just for the listeners at home. I want them to know that you introed the podcast... Then got up and walked over to the audio equipment immediately, <laughs> leaving a huge yeah, it gap. Yeah, did sound like we cut. Uh, no cut, just letting it ride. <laughs> That'll be fun. I'll edit that out. Damn it. Um, <laughs> welcome to the Adam Asks Chuck podcast. He's Adam. Uh, and he's Charlie, a.k.a. Chuck. Chuck. So we're here, um, the Comedy Club on State, just making waves, using the equipment, uh, making people mad, you know, disrupting. Are we disruptors? You know the, that term? Uh, yeah, we're, we're disruptors, sure. We're those fellows we disrupt. Um, Adam, I want to bring this up. We've recorded uh, probably about 20 episodes of this, uh, 14 or so have made it mm -hmm. um, out of our basement and, and to the world. Every time we've been up here, we have never addressed the fact that there is like a huge, like a statue, like a Greek or a Roman bust that's like two times the size of a normal person. It's like a two foot by two foot head on a big pedestal. It's about I'd, I'd wager that's a three, three times head. Three times the size of a head. Uh, why is that in this room? I don't know. This I, is a room. This is a room where everything that is not respected by the club uh goes there was weird chairs and wore a bunch of clothes that i i don't i'm very it looks where like do they have all that clothes i don't know it looks like a hodgepodge of like they kept deciding to start different businesses and then abandoning it after buying one item for that business mm -hmm. what business would you start with a busk which i just learned was a term uh bust bust is like a no, I was on my phone. I learned that busk is also a word, <laughs> but we don't have to talk about it now. Gotcha. I, I assume they're starting like a bathhouse or something, like a Greek. Oh, that's like good. A, like a adult and child bathhouse where, oh, yes. where they can bathe together. This What? So I don't remember how I got down this Wikipedia path. Um, and if you listen to the podcast, you know, I, it's not often I do that. Um, but like the Greeks would be like, they just fuck their apprentice. They'd be like, ah, it's part of being an apprentice. Uh, I sleep with you, and then you learn how to blacksmith or whatever, and uh, then you get to be a blacksmith and fuck your apprentice or something. I forget the name of it, but it was like a very, like, we're not gay, 
even Wikipedia was like in quotes from ancient Greeks, like we're not gay. This is just like a mentor mentee relationship. Wikipedia wanted to clarify, like, hey, there's nothing, nothing, hey, hey, nothing about, hey, nothing weird, no, nothing weird going on here. Just, just a straight adult and a child who doesn't have a sexual mm-hmm. identity yet, and uh, nothing just about uh, each other's intellect and gay promise. About that. Mm. Yeah, you'd think that uh, if there were anybody who'd be for, like, hey, let's let women be blacksmiths and like get their own jobs, it'd be the guys who were. Uh, having sex with their apprentice small yeah good question good point <laughs> with the, I, it seems weird that they were like hey you know it seems like we can have sex with our apprentices and uh too bad that we only let men have jobs <laughs> yeah, it'll just stay that way <laughs> why would it be nice if we also let women have uh jobs because they... that's a fair point what about this also this whole like we pay women less thing mm-hmm. a lot yeah. of these people are married Aren't they? They're like, I'm going to pay these women in my company less, but gosh damn, if my wife could have pulled in an extra 10 grand last year, we could have bought that boat. Yeah, that's a good point. It's like, whew, someone's got to be the first one here mm-hmm. to pay a, pay a gal what she's worth. I hear you. Hey, hey pay them what they're worth. Feminist podcast. Hear that girl talk, which we didn't really mention on uh, on hold. On hold. They, uh, oh yeah, the girl talk thing. I showed up to this flower store in Cottage Grove where they told me to go film the thing. There's a lady there who's like, are you Charlie? Uh if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's on a previous episode. It's not that important. We're going to film like a morning show thing. And she goes, uh, you're Charlie? I'm like, yeah. And she's like, oh, I got the address wrong. We actually have to go to Edgerton. And then, so I looked it up and Edgerton's like, like 45 yeah. minutes away. And I'm like, yeah, I don't have to go to Edgerton. I have a job. And she's like, that's fair. <laughs> oh, really? So what did they do for that? They just figured something out? I don't know. They could have put nobody in the, they could have interviewed an empty chair and it would have been better television oh than, that sounds uh, actually really than, interesting actually I, I do love that a talk show where people are just pretending that there's someone there because you know someone's flipping the channels and mm-hmm. just loses their mind when they come across this oh so these stoners these tv watching stoners Whew. do normal people watch tv anymore i know the answer to that yeah they do i don't yeah. watch too much TV. you're watching a show and you're like oh my god they're interviewing a ghost there's a ghost on the... I knew they were real. Oh, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't smoke a lot of weed in the past... Um, Hour. But there was a uh, time at college, and I was at on a couch, uh, my friend's couch, and they all, like, we all smoked weed, and then they're like, we got to go to work. And I'm like, oh, can I stay here? And they're like, sure. Uh, and then <laughs> I was flipping through the channels, a lot of exposition that this doesn't need. And I came across this movie called Brazil. Have you heard of this? That can't, maybe. Um, Yeah, the movie Brazil by Terry Gilliam or whatever. See, I'm not not into the foreign films. Didn't know it was one. Um, Holy shit, I was losing my mind. There's like uh, a moment where the main character is walking down the street. It's like this, like, it's the future, but it's like shitty, kind of retro-y. It's it's strange, and uh, he's walking down, and there's all these like newspapers on, on the trashy street, and like they start collecting on him. He's like walking through deeper, and all of a sudden they like start to like seemingly cling to him a little. He starts thrashing around, and he's rolling around, just getting engulfed by all these new papers. Ah, and someone walks through, sorry, and he's gone. <laughs> and I was uh, not experienced enough with the marijuana. Um, marijuana. Oh God, you got to stop correcting me on all this made up shit. Um, to handle that movie. So watch it. It was a trip. And what was it called for the listeners? Brazil. Brazil. By mm. Guillermo. Ooh. See. Si. All right. Uh, so that's that's the podcast, everybody. Please go watch City of God, a movie that blew Adam's mind. <laughs> City uh, of God? What are you talking about? Brazil. Oh, Brazil. <laughs>
That's the, okay. So about the world that we live in. Ah, all right. I've been, been that waiting I have. for this question. Mm-hmm. So there's a place in Madison um, where I think it's over by the Coliseum. There's like a, apparently it was one of Al Capone's hangouts. Mm. Um, and I was thinking, I don't know anything about this Capone guy. I know Prohibition probably made him do what he did. Um, he really liked the booze. I don't know much about Prohibition. I don't know much about Al Capone or these gangsters. You take what you want with this question. I'm a blank slate. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a clean table. All right. You want to start with the law or you want to start with the crime? Ooh. Let's start with the law. By the way, I'm not just... I don't use that just it, for this this instance. That's how I just preface most interactions with people. It's a fun that's way to... a good way to introduce... fun way to order coffee. Start a conversation. <laughs> You want to start with the law? You want to start with the crime? And then they're like, yeah. I, yeah. I'm a that sounds like you're robbing them. It <laughs> sounds like you go into coffee shops and get free coffee by threatening people. <laughs> Do you want a latte? Okay. Uh, so we're in about 1920. Let's leave it at that. 1920. Okay. USA, America. Hmm. Uh, zip code zero. Oh, I didn't know zip code was time-related. Yeah, see if you ever want to mail something to the, the president of the United States, you can either fill out like 1600 pen or you can just write zip code zero. Not true. The Adam looked real. <laughs> he was like, this is fascinating. <laughs> I was like, uh, this is our own version of what's the pirate term when you want to speak to the captain? Uh, it's not parlay. It's like, there's like a, at least in pirate movies, there's like a... There's like a trick word, and you say it, and you have to speak to the captain Yar. before they kill you. Eh, I think it was. <laughs> I don't remember, but it's a uh, pale, bale, wale. Pale, wale. I'll edit cracker. it in right now. I'll, I'll look it up later and just drop some sound bites in. Yeah, you do that. Let's. Uh, also, if we could add some lasers to this episode. <laughs> there we go. That's all I wanted. Just been waiting for that the whole uh, time. You're real so. professional. Just leaving just enough time for me to add laser effects. <laughs> The year is 1920. Mm. The public is losing uh, trust in the public. Oh, we don't trust you. They're all going. Wait, the public's losing trust in the public? The public's losing trust in the public. And they are asking their government, they're saying, hey, I think we have a drinking problem. Uh, we have been hitting the sauce. I don't know if you paid attention to uh, the old tens, but... None of us remember them. Yeah, we were... Hung up. We woke up in 1920. Heads a splitting. Um, we're dressing like floozies. Feathers in our hair. We don't know how we got here. I think we have a problem. And the government goes, "Yeah, you guys, <laughs> you guys can't handle your shit anymore. You got into your 20s. This is, you know, it's cute when you're drinking. You're 18. You're 19. Ooh, we're getting a little. But then you hit, you know, the mid 20s, whatever, and you're like." Okay, this is this, this is most certainly cannot be how it started. Prohibition was people, nobody was like, let's do this. Uh, this I, feels like it came down from the top. So I think it was a, there were these, these moral police, and they're going around, oh, there's this one lady called uh, Carrie Hatchet or something, oh. and she would carry a hatchet around. And she, this is mostly true. And okay. she would go into this bars. so made up. Um, She'd go into like a bar with a big old axe because I think she had a husband who was an alcoholic mm-hmm. and he like, you know, ran someone over with a Model T, whatever he did. He did something bad. 
She's like, ah, this alcohol, it's putting us all to hell. She'd go into these bars and she'd take her hatch, just start smashing up these saloons. And she was like this kind of weird American hero where people are mm-hmm. like, yeah, we, uh, we are drinking too much. And this lady's going around and she's wrecking people's bars. And we kind of like it because she's telling us, hey. Vigilante justice. Yeah. And people are like, you know what? We're drinking too much. We don't like it. Moral Puritans. So now, oh, because it was this religion thing. Because, I mean, it's not like America invented the sauce. I no. mean, we invented quite a few sauces probably, but mm-hmm. uh, I don't know that the sauce was one of them. Barbecue. Mm, barbacoa. Barbecue. Ah. So, um, it's, so we get these moral police and they're coming through. I think probably Utah got pretty powerful oh, at the be- time or something. I believe that. And they were like, hey, what are we doing here? So it was probably religious in some degree, right? Was it? I think what it's, are all these Quakers? They're, probably they're stiffs, right? Yeah, um, who no. else? Who's else? A bunch of stiffs. The Mormons. Mormons are stiffs. The the squares. There are probably just a lot of people who, you know, liked a good pair of britches and were uh, Ugh, a not, clog. They yeah. valued a sturdy wooden clog more than a good time. Are all clogs wooden? Because I'm always mm, picturing them wooden. No, I think they've updated. Okay, good for clogs. Yeah. So we've got these moral Puritans, and they're like, we have to stop drinking so much. And the USA goes, you want it? You got it. Alcohol is illegal. Boom. So one question, were people making their own sauce at this point? Because I feel like as soon as there's an industry built around this, the government's like, well, we got industry, we can't upset. That's a good point. When was uh, like Anheuser-Busch and all them? Good question. When were they founded? Well, Pabst. Uh, Pabst is one of ribbon in what the fucking 1800s? 1898 or something like that. Okay. Uh, so PBR was dormant for a while. Yeah. So I think you've got a big brewing communities. Obviously, Milwaukee has a big brewing community. Chicago is probably one of these big brew cities. Mm-hmm. I feel like the cold, I feel like people drink more in the cold climates. Is that true? It makes sense. People drink more beer. Mm. I feel like. Really? I don't know. Oh, I don't either. Uh, I'm going to say that. Okay. There's always that stat that I think is made up where Wisconsin drinks more brandy than every other state combined. Well, I think Wisconsin's the number one producer of it. Mm-hmm. I think they drink more brandy than anyone else, okay. but not more than everyone, you know what I mean? Okay. Not more than everyone combined. But but Wisconsin, big beer area. I, mm-hmm. I always picture, you know, you're down in LA, you're having, you've got a umbrella in your drink or something, or you're drinking like a land shark. Which, umbrella in the drink's very odd to me. Is it the sun? That's what it is, right? The sun melts it? Because otherwise, it's like, what? I trust that it's not going to rain because I can see the weather, but my drink oh, it's is not, not so trustworthy. <laughs> it's not a rain umbrella. <laughs> I no. know that. Right. Is it for the sun or does it serve no purpose other than decoration? I think it's just a garnish. Mm. It's the same as most a, things a in a Bloody peel? Mary. I don't need them in there. I, I'll be honest. I love... I'm not a Bloody Mary guy. I don't, I don't, and I like I hate them. a bunch of the food, but I think it's people get way too into that. Oh, someone put a cheeseburger in my drink. Shut up. Order a cheeseburger if you want a yeah. cheeseburger. Don't douse a cheeseburger in tomato juice. Oh, uh, tomato and tomato juice is the. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I I've grown from a child and learned to accept every tomato product except the juice. Mm-hmm. You know, you're a kid and you're like anything with tomatoes is the worst, except ketchup usually, right off the bat. That's the first one. That's intro level tomatoes. That's tomato one hundred one. Yeah, that's fucking community college tomatoes. But you get a little older and you're like. Oh, shit. All right. There's nothing wrong on a burger. Throw a little slice on there or um, 
I'll I, be honest. Those are the only, tomatoes and uh, ketchup and tomato juice. Only tomato products I can think of. I've been talking a while. Yeah, I don't. Get too, <laughs> <laughs> I don't get too crazy with the tomato. I if. If it's on the burger, I can just kind of look past it, and I feel a little good about myself because I got an extra veggie on there. Mm-hmm. But if I'm having like a salad and it relies largely on tomato, I'll be honest, I'm not enjoying myself that much. I get real. It's one of those uh, one of those fruits that the consistency makes me very nervous. Cutting them is like Ugh. squishing an animal. Like it, you're, it feels like you're killing something. Yeah, like, I would, I, I'm just trying to slice you nice and neat, and it's just like I can't handle it, and it just <laughs> squirts everywhere. I'll chop an onion. Over cutting a tomato. Oh, me too. Just, I mean, it'll make you cry, but I'm like, ah, oh, there's a satis- there's a chop to it. Mm-hmm. You're not chopping a tomato. You're... Tears get rid of toxins. That's what someone told me when they wanted me to feel better about crying occasionally. I, I had a I had a joke like that, like six months into comedy that I mm-hmm. told one time where I was like, you ever? That's I use an example of like being in a bad. You know, like you ever uh, chop an onion just to just so you have an excuse to cry, and mm. your roommates are like, hey, why is there? An onion in our mashed potatoes tonight, you know, because like, I wanted to feel something. It's not the worst, but it's not the worst. Start. It's a little hacky. Yeah, well, you know, but yeah. Yeah. hey. So we've got prohibition. We're about, we're about 19, 20, 21, 22, and we pass a an amendment to the Constitution. Not easy to oh. do. What amendment was that? Are we missing one now? Did we just, or did everything shift up in a number? No, well, while jumping out, I think so. Amendment 22 or whatever it was, they just named it after the year, um, was uh, you can't drink anymore. And then Amendment 23 was, never mind, you can drink. Oh, I thought Amendment 23 was alcohol. We meant uh, you can drink other things. We've got a lot <laughs> a lot of mail about the 22nd because we didn't specify alcohol. It's <laughs> uh, killed the orange is that, Is it really 23? Forget that last one. Yeah, we have two amendments, and one of the amendments is... Uh, that the last amendment was bad. They're really? just like, you can do that again. That's bananas. Yeah. Uh, I'm always confused. The first 10, those aren't amendments, right? I never get that. The Bill of Rights is the f- first 10 amendments? Is that it? Yeah. yeah. But then people, but then it <clears throat> sounds people like the first amendment, but they didn't amend that. They started with that. Yeah, that's a good it's point. It's confusing. Mm-hmm. They amended the thing they just wrote, I guess. And then they allowed themselves to keep amending. Yeah. But it's a little, uh, a little weird. Yeah, you're... That they they immediately were like, and here are ten changes to what yeah. we just wrote. Well, they didn't really have an easy way to edit. They're just like, it's probably easier to just write something else <laughs> than it is to find a way to. We don't have whiteout yet. That's a good point. These pens, I have to go like kill a bird every time I want to fucking kill a bird and an octopus. Where did they get early ink from? Uh probably the ocean. Mm. Probably like yeah. Mm-hmm. You stick a stick a quill in a. An old sea creature and pull out some black. <laughs> they didn't have that much use me, for oil. That made before. me feel no onion necessary. <laughs> Adam's got a few tears. So they institute uh, prohibition, and people. I mean, I think it has the public support. Except, hmm. let's imagine sixty percent of the people are like, "Yeah, I'm glad we're not drinking anymore." Forty percent of people aren't glad they're not drinking anymore. And who is a louder, angrier person than someone who you just took their alcohol from? Probably someone who you just gave alcohol to. They might be louder and angrier. Uh-huh. I get uh, what you're saying. Dep- yeah. Yeah, it's up there. So these, the, the, rest of, uh, the rest of the U.S. is like, well, this is insane. We were having a good time. We could handle ourselves. You guys couldn't handle yourselves, but we just want to keep this yeah. going. 
It's good. Uh, so I, I remember, I picture uh, images of people just hacking at barrels, right? Like, no more for you. Yeah, no I don't know if they did the remaining you. stuff. Have you ever heard of it referred as soup? Actually, maybe it's a Dumb and Dumber thing. A couple bowls of loudmouth soup. It's fun. Oh, I like that. Have a couple beers. Uh, I'm imagining it being like, because they're like, we're going to amend the law. And then you know how when a bar in town closes, everyone's like, we got to get there. This is the last night. We got to just drink all their liquor. Ah, That's cheap point. liquor. Imagine the whole U.S. Is it going out of business sale? Yeah. And they're just like, well, we've got all this goddamn liquor. We got to get rid of it. So these places are, everybody's getting trashed one last time. That had to be a good party. Uh-huh. I, people must have been losing their mind. Mm. The and horses are drunk. Love a drunk horse. Love that image. That's the only creative bit I could add to that whole visual of that party. But uh, was it, uh, tell me this, you can ride a horse drunk? I'm not sure. I told you about Rawhide and how he climbs on his horse who knows to take him home. <laughs> yeah, Rawhide from McFarland. In the very near suburb of uh, Madison, Wisconsin. Um, but yeah, I'm not sure if it's legal or not. I think if the horse, I think if the, the blood the alcohol uh, of the horse is, uh, maybe it's a combined thing. That seems pretty maybe. strict. Yeah, average just the up. horse has to be, yeah. I like Average. the you get pulled over and you're like, I'm having my horse take this, uh, recite the ABCs backwards. <laughs> I think I think he's got a better shot at it than me. Uh, second podcast in a row, we naturally stumbled upon uh, talking about a drunk guy on a horse. So, yeah. Hey, we're really hitting our stride. Our goal mm. from the beginning was to always bring up being drunk on a horse. And, Took us a while. Yeah. But uh, what do you say? You're like shaking hmm? down there. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, I might be. I'll add it, you know. All right. Just... Uh, I'll calm it down. Don't uh, <laughs> as you're kicking. Uh, it's fine. We'll uh, we'll just quit. Hmm. All right. Well, that's a bummer. Mm-hmm. So we're chopping up barrels, having a party. Horses are drinking, putting peanut butter in their mouth, and going, "We should make a TV show." And they're like, "There's no TV yet." <laughs> and be like, "But when there is, oh <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty much." These horses are getting good ideas, having a few too many, and then. Uh, they go, all the bars are done. All right, everybody settle down. And the U.S.'s vision is that everybody is now just going to be home and uh, playing hopscotch with their children and listening to the radio by the fire. And uh, that's it. They're like, we did it. We settled down the U.S. Mm. And then Chicago in particular, I think a lot of places. There's In Monona, I know there's a speakeasy. Uh, you know this term? Yes. Yes. Speakeasy. The speakeasy, that's... The old underground drinking hole. Do you know where that is? There's one, Monona Motors. Mm-hmm. It's a speakeasy. It's an auto shop now? Yeah. Cool. But same same building. So people, they go, they knock on the door. They're like, hey, uh, they get the, the old, slat. Yep. Who slat you? comes open. Who are you? What do you want? The old man told me that I needed two geese for a nickel. And he goes, hmm, shut the slat. There's always that moment. They shut the slat. And the person that they're with, they turn, they look at each other like, mm-hmm. I don't think that worked. And then two seconds later, you go in, and everybody's dancing. People are on the table. Oh, they've got the feathers in their hair again. This is when I the flappers the come in come into play. Ooh, flappers! What does that stand for? Stand for? Uh, <laughs> what does it mean? Why flappers? <laughs> yeah, well, you just jump to a seven-letter word being, a, being an, acronym. an acronym. Yeah, that's a bold, bold guess. I'm an acronym fan. Give flappers. me an acronym and a little context, right. everyone out there. I challenge you, and I will nail that acronym. Flapper stands for uh, Floozy's letting all 
party people people everybody all right <laughs> i think we were going down the same wrong path we had that next yeah. letter it all of a sudden uh got a little turned the rails there mm. but these, these are ladies who are just like hey it's the 20s why can't so the I ladies kick? were flappers yeah ladies are flappers oh, i think i know what they're getting at they're just gals who yeah. are like kicking their legs up and they wear like bedazzled dresses okay and uh you ever you ever see that great gatsby film the great gatsby yeah 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 i didn't like the movie uh, I've mentioned before too many colors. Mm. I remember one scene and it had so many colors, and I'm like, I didn't know they made this many colors. I also don't. Like, I also hate Toby Maguire. Me too. Did we release the one where I bitch about Toby Maguire? <laughs> the fucking guy is such a weird. Uh, I'm. I was never a bully, but you know, you live in a world with people like Toby Maguire, and I get it. It's like, what is your f- whole thing? Your face. Mm. Was I the only guy happy when his uncle died? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I hope I was thinking <laughs> that he was in a cage fight for something. He was like, it's like his uncle died. And what? Ten minutes later. Oh, he... Ten minutes later is it like a cage fight in that film? You remember mm. that? Big well, old ball of ball God, of cage. If I got in a cage fight for every time one of my uncles died, uh boy, I would uh I would have fought in one cage. <laughs> um that's too many cages in my opinion. Um yeah. so I didn't realize I hated Toby Maguire until I came back blackout drunk once and uh people were, shit out of people were watching spider-man and i just apparently lost it i didn't remember the rant and the next morning they're like yeah you went on about how much you hate toby Maguire for like 10 minutes and i'm like holy shit yeah yeah i do hate toby Maguire." uh it's funny that you didn't do that about like your dad or something it wasn't like you had these deep down feelings about someone close to you in life you're like no, no, I've never really expressed how I feel about mm-hmm. Tobey Maguire. I never realized how I felt about him. The only accurate thing I thought was in the movie where he played like a guy with PTSD. I'm like, yeah, that seems right. Is that the one where him and Jake Gyllenhaal are yeah, like fucking Jake the Gyllenhaal same Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal like fucks his wife for him because he's not in the right state to do it. Jarhead. I don't know. Mm, that sounds uh, Jarhead American, please. Um, <laughs> I guess the film... Uh... Jarhead, one of the characters does the uh, Jughead, uh, Archie. Mm, one of the characters does the 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 V and the pussy looking sign. What is this? I, 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 well, no, I know the sign. <laughs> what movie? <laughs> In the film Jarhead. Okay, somebody just like does that, mm-hmm. and my uh, my buddy was watching it, and then he went up, he like paused the movie and went out to his mom. And was like, Mom, what's this? And she was like, you are grounded. You are in trouble, mister. But he's like, I have no idea what this is. Yeah, I'm, I've been in that situation. I got in trouble school in school. I guess I knew what it was. But I got, uh, someone gave me a huge Hefner poster. titty twister. Mm. Close. Um, huge titty twister really hurt. And I screamed. And they're like, hey, why are you screaming? And I'm like, uh, so-and-so gave me a titty twister, which is a violent act. It's an act of aggression for all of you out there twisting titties. And I got in trouble for saying for titty, saying twister, titty twister after some yeah. guy just wrenched my nipple this like a f- fucking PC uh, culture. Mm-hmm. That's why you got to call it a purple nurple in today's purple oh, America. God. Tell uh, me these Twitter bots. Hmm. I, I don't know. I'm, if I'm off. No, I'm not. <laughs> I don't know if that's super angry yet. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to. Okay, so we got these criminals, Chicago. Else? I picture Atlantic City. Ah, yes. Ah, Atlantic City. Was... Walk Empire. Do you know much about Atlantic City? Mm, no. I almost went. 
I, th- I always just think it's like it's just like a trashy city next to New York, right? Yeah, but th- I think there's like uh, legalized gambling, mm-hmm. which there's, there's a few places. I think it's like maybe the Vegas of the East. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not into it. No. Don't approve. No. I'm one of these moral Puritans. We have, so yeah, Chicago, we've got all of a sudden naturally, as with any illegal sort of drug or whatever, a market develops people still want to drink oh people didn't go oh our beer is gone that's it i don't like beer anymore it's people have their whole social life their whole personality a huge portion of just like how they spend their free time based around yeah we go drink that's the thing i get it yeah oh i'm i'm not judging i didn't want to drink tonight i haven't yet but i'm also still my own biggest enemy on this one I'm like, who's this asshole saying he doesn't want to drink tonight? Oh yeah, it's not his decision to make. That's mine, and I'm the I'm the same person. I'm, I'm getting peer pressure from you not drinking tonight, and you're not drinking. But I want to drink just to impress you, Adam. Oh really? I'm, okay, no, this I'm, is I'm mostly joking. But this is there's going to be a lot bar of, deep here. I don't know what's happening anymore. A lot of our peers will be drinking tonight, and I'm going to be like, oh. they're they're ha- having a better time than me. They're on a different different level. A lot of our of more, enjoyment. A lot of our uh, unpeers, if you know what I mean. I don't. On peers. 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 Huh? Tears? For fears. Mm-hmm. So we just do a Pete Holmes bit? Yeah! <laughs> Wait, that was Fat Albert. Is Pete Holmes anywhere near <laughs> Fat Albert? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Pete Holmes' classic move, tagging every, every bit of his with a Fat Albert impression. <laughs> All right, we got a couple of crims, criminals. Criminales. Yeah. So the one who rises to the most fame here in Chicago is a little fellow by the name of Al Capone. Was he short? I picture him short, rotund. I picture George Costanza, oh, ah. but with an attitude. I'm picturing, I've always pictured him More looking just like Al. I'll be honest, didn't realize <laughs> it until now. I think Al Capone looks exactly like Al Pacino because ah. I think they're both, okay. they have similar names. And so oh, I've wow, always pictured Al Capone like Al Pacino. I picture a little, a bald man. Fat man. Okay. Yeah. A well, man I'm gonna go with Al. Was his full name Alan? Alan Capone. <laughs> I get dropping it. Yeah, I'd go. It's hard to say Alan with a cigar in your mouth. I like uh, a lot of a lot of performers like taking like a stage name, but these criminals. Nobody loves a name change like a criminal, but they're mm. not even usually doing it. Some of them are like, hey, I'm, you know, Jimmy Two Shoes, where it's like, oh, I kind of don't know who that is. But I feel like some people like just throwing in like a middle name that's like, we still know your full name. Right. And you added a nickname. Oh, right. Yeah. Like uh, Tim Tommy Gun Johnson. Right. And then it's like, yeah, you should have changed your name from, you should have dropped the identifying part and just called yourself. Yeah. I think they just like, uh, you know, I think they just like having that nickname. I get it. There's also a, a badassness to being like, I'm going to commit these crimes, and people could look me up in the phone book. Like, yeah, you have like a reputation as a criminal. Yeah, make and... people shiver when they flip through the phone book every time. Like, Ooh, that's a guy. Mm-hmm. Is Baby Teeth ever a name? <laughs> Baby Teeth. Doesn't that sound a little does... weird and menacing? And I do like that. Uh, you get these people in like a like a gang or something. They like being like that criminal. He's the badassest one, and then they take his like most embarrassing quality. And they're like, oh, we all call him, you know, tiny ears, whatever it is, little lips. Mm-hmm. But everyone's like, Still yeah, but don't y- fuck with y- little. Don't lips. fuck with little. Lip. I mean, mm-hmm. that's that's his thing. It's it's kind of like the eight mile move. 
Ooh, what's the, oh, yeah. You're having an M and you get on stage and you're like, and you're like, I know, I know you've all been thinking this. I'm going to get out of here. My arms are spaghetti. <laughs> or whatever it is. Yeah, I don't know exactly how that went. But he just went up there. He's like, I'm white and I'm a loser, but who cares? Kiss my ass. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well said, Eminem. You addressed. Is that Jeff? Jeff Asmus' whole thing? Is he doing an eight mile? He's doing an eight like mile. A, you fucking nerds, all of you losers. Yeah, like, like he's got a six minute bit about having a micro penis. Mm-hmm. I've heard a micro penis. <laughs> uh, well, you know, come on, that's not nice to out him as not having a micro penis. <laughs> that's kind of rude. Noted. Love the guy. Um, good guy. Do we, do we need to get into that? I'm giving a strong cut sign over here. You know what? These. If if I get an angry, if you know he 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 shouts at us, uh, well, well, no, he listened, and that means something. Hey, that means the world. Boy, you guys. Uh, Call to action here to anyone listening to this. Listen to our podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm realizing this might be the wrong medium to get new listeners, but uh, oh. come back at least, at the very least. Tell tell another person mm-hmm. to tell their friend to listen to the podcast. And you don't even have to say good things. You're like, I heard this podcast. Like, mm-hmm. This is so bad, you got to listen to it. We just want a buzz. We want people chitter-chatting about mm-hmm. it. That'd be great. We're s- spending money on the hosting. Uh just uh, $40 a day, and we are losing our asses. <laughs> losing our shirts. Um, this would be, it would be cheaper to mail you all a DVD copy of every podcast. Yeah. We've done the math. And, and buy have... the cameras to film it, because uh, <laughs> so far it's only audio. Mm-hmm. We're set in Chicago. Al Capone <sighs> is Capone. the big man on campus, and he's going man. around. So we've got all these speakeasies, mm-hmm. and they've got... There's a market. It's like, imagine you're a smallish town. All of a sudden, all the bars shut down. If you're a bar that's able to stay open, oh my goodness, the money to be made. Mm-hmm. So many people are coming in. It's not taxed. Nobody's taxing you. But where are you getting that liquor from? In comes Al Capone, a guy who man. just, he owned a bunch of barrels at the right time. And uh, as soon as Prohibition started, he was like, I've got all these barrels. I might as well institute a huge network of liquor distribution. What better to do with a barrel? So he put monkeys in it. <laughs> That's a good point. Damn. <laughs> you know, we, that would have been a more fun chapter in American history if Al Capone <laughs> opened a bunch of zoos. <laughs> Too many of them. So Al Capone buys uh, a number of Model Ts, I assume. Those things. That was the only car at that point, right? It was the only car. You can get them in so, any color. Tell me this. Black. Riddle me this, Captain. Captain Booby Vance. Would it not be a. <laughs> Charlie, <laughs> Charlie looked like he was taking a shit uh, for my benefit. And now yours. Uh, would the world be better if we just. It wasn't like this car, that car, if it was just like, I have a car. I'm so annoyed by this whole, like, oh, you got to have this car and this car. Like, <sighs> let's just have a car. And then once you have a car, you go places. And then you can focus on other things. Yeah. You have a toothpaste. Well, actually, I like a specific toothpaste. But you know what I mean. Certain products, it's like, just have it do what it says it does. Let's not act cool because yours is, you know, fucking shiny and mine is um, yeah, rusty and broken down and gives people tetanus when they sit inside it. Like, let's not focus on that stuff. Let's just get where we're going. I'm with you. I would have been the guy who bought, like, if they sold, like, a roundies model oh, of car. Yeah. Where you go to the store and they're like, oh, you get the Malto Meal Frosted Flakes mm-hmm. instead of the one with the tiger. 
uh, I would have been like, yeah, it's the same fucking, it's yeah. going to get me to the same place. I would have bought a car that just says car on the side. <laughs> I like that. That That's a hundred. I, yeah, completely with Great. you. I'm preaching the choir here. Um, Sing some for me, choir. Hello, everybody. Amen. Yeah. I was in a choir. No, I was the preacher. Oh, you're the preacher? I'm the choir. I was just trying to tell you that I was in a choir in fourth grade. Oh, nice. Church choir. I I was a preacher in fourth grade. They say... The church closed pretty fast. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, no bedtimes. Everyone's like, hmm. Doesn't sound like what the Lord wants. (laughs) Lord Lord wants 915. It's funny. I still have a bedtime. That's the funniest part. Really? Is that for yourself or your uh, your mom call you? Because as a kid, you're like, bedtime... What am I, a child? And they're like, yeah, you're a child. And you're like, damn it. When I'm an adult, no bedtimes. And now I'm like, it's 12 o'clock. This is my bedtime. I need really? to go to bed. Really? You have a bed? Okay. I mean, I don't I'm, have a, I don't have a time a where I'm late. like, I want to go to bed by this time. I'm just like, I will just feel the later it gets in the evening, the guiltier I will feel. Mm. I just I consider midnight to be my bedtime. Okay. So we have El Capone. He's distributing liquor across the Midwest and possibly beyond. I'm sure we've got, uh, you know, I don't know what Whitey Bulger did. I think he was just a murderer hmm. and probably several years in the future. But there were probably a lot of guys with nicknames in other places being the Al Capone of like Omaha or something. Was having a nickname incriminating at that point in American history? No. You walk I... into the supermarket. Oh, supermercado. Sorry. And people are like, hey, uh, Tommy Two-Face. And you're like, hey, I don't know what, I, what you're talking about. And the cops are like, what'd you call him? Yeah, yeah, they'd get on it. They'd put you on a list, <laughs> and then you, you just, go to jail, and they, uh, you just have two faces. I don't know. Go ahead. This is a. <laughs> all right, um, <clears throat> and all right. Welcome to the <laughs> Adam Asks Chuck podcast. I want a hard cut there. Okay. Uh, so we have Al Capone. Just, I, I've restarted on Al Capone seven times, but mm-hmm. I love hearing his name, <laughs> Al Baby Teeth Capone. And Al Capone, ultimately, well, he gets caught for I feel like there's a lot of hijinks. You could get into, like, there's that one time when the cops showed up, and then he took all his barrels, and the cops ran, and they said, Al, we've got you. And all the barrels f- spilled out and washed the cops away, and Al Capone was already, like, down the river in his boat or something. Oh, in a, in a half-empty barrel? Mm-hmm. He was riding down that. Or, like, a cut-in-half barrel? Yeah. Uh-huh. Waterfall. That's why they called him Barrel Man. Uh... Former mascot of the Milwaukee Brewers. Barrel Man? Mm-hmm. You ever see that guy? No. He's a man with a baseball bat wearing a barrel. And Actually, uh, that sounds pretty great. Yeah. I love a mascot costume. Like, for Halloween, the more cumbersome the costume, the funnier it is to me. Oh, really? I've I... had really awkward, cumbersome costumes for most... I'm anti-cumbersome costume. Oh, I love it. I want to be like, that's a distinguishable person, but you're also just dressed in a practical manner. Yeah, no, it, it's made a, a living hell to to go do anything with people. Like, they're like, let's go to this bar. And it's like, remember when I was the big cardboard robot? Uh, I can't go. Well, I would try. Uh, and people would hate me. I feel like it's hacky at this point, but I think bottom half of the horse is like the funniest costume. That's good. Just there's no top half of the yeah. horse. You're just the man who's like, my buddy's not Looking here at the moment. Yeah. Uh, Adam and I are throwing a Halloween. What about a blind t- bottom of the horse? Because then it's like, well, that makes sense why he can't find his friend. <laughs> You're Is that insensitive? Your... No. To whom? Blind horse American. Blind people can't listen to this podcast, Adam. Oh, yeah, yeah. They don't uh, know where the play button is. Adam and I will be uh, hosting a Halloween party 
uh, you're all invited. Mm-hmm. You and your entire families are invited, and Adam is strongly encouraging me to dress as oh lord a giant baby. I Charlie, uh, you have got to be a baby. It would be. So I don't know if you know Charlie. Um, if you listen to this podcast, you probably do. Um, you would be. You would make the best big baby. Short, hmm, little bottle, a rattle, white Russians out the bottle, diaper, you cloth st- diaper. I don't like that you I'll started with your diaper. Short. What? Did you start with short? I didn't say, I said short hair. Ah, short hair. Yeah. Yeah, like a baby would. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, did that answer your question on Al Capone, Adam? <laughs> yes. Because uh, I feel like I've given you most of what we need to know. How did Al Capone get caught? That's your next question. Al Capone arrested for tax evasion. Okay. And this is... I don't mean to double back, but murder, probably. He did a few of those, a few murders. But that's not what they he got him the for. guns with all the rings. Oh, he murdered. What do they call he, Tommy guns? He probably loitered and... Uh, <laughs> jaywalked. Jaywalked a few times. But they don't get him for that hard stuff. They get him for tax evasion because that they can prove that. They go, you've been bringing in all this money and uh, you haven't been paying any taxes. We don't even need to know that the money was coming in from illegal sources. Was this in a bank? How did they know? They just caught him with money. <laughs> he had like, those big sacks with the dollar signs yeah, on it. And they're like, you, and they're like where's your tiny yeah. sack to give to us? Yeah. There was the, the check mark on it that says taxes. They're like, there's no check mark on the check check mark box on this uh-huh. sack, <laughs> sack of money. So that's how the government used to do it. Yeah, you show up with your bags and they get one. Mm-hmm. One out of every four bags. Check it off. Were those burlap? Yeah, I think so. Oh, great. I don't feel like burlaps is prevalent anymore. Do no. we run out? Is that one of those resources we've exhausted? <laughs> We killed all the tigers and burlap trees, mm. burlap sacks, bushes, burlap amused tigers. Do okay. I picture them uh, having six legs. Yeah, that's not right. So they arrest Al Capone, and then the U.S. goes, "All right, we kind of shut this down, but it's 1929. I feel like we're just not having as much fun as we used to. Mm. Like, you know what? We went through the steps. Who was the president in these times?" Uh, Hoover was going to be the 30s. Woodrow Wilson's going to be... Is that the be... dam? He was just like, we got to stop the flow of all this booze. The Hoover Dam was, was yeah. Hoover. Yeah. He was like, the Hoover Dam was just like, we need something to do. It's like, let's build a huge fucking dam. Really? That was part of it. I mean, also, they could have used the dam there. It's an ambitious way to kill your boredom, you know what I mean? Yeah, they're like, we are at 9% unemployment. We could get down to 8% if we make 1% of the U.S. build a dam. So they just they had them get to it. Whole other pod. Whole other pod. So where do they get out? Do you know, was it in, it wasn't in Madison, was it? No, I bet it was in Chicago. Okay. Um, yeah, there's Lake Geneva. That's where he liked to hide out. You know that place? Oh, a lot yeah. of money in Lake Geneva. A lot of money. I think That's... a town was founded by... Uh, booze money because i think what he did lake geneva right across the border so the cops would be chasing al capone and then he'd get over the border to wisconsin and be like ha ha and they'd be like damn it we're not allowed that's so insane to me because that's not entirely how it works now i feel like things the red tape gets added as time goes on so for that it to be the 1920s and him to just step over an invisible line and just you know thumb his Mm -hmm. do the little thumb thing at the cops on his nose that's insane to me. I feel like cops back then would be like not accountable if they just shot him dead. I think they're and actually dragged him back over the line. That's a good point, but I think there is a grace zone. Like you can continue pursuit. Actually, no. I know this is the case in Europe. 
because uh, now most of Charlie's law knowledge is uh, is that of the European system. Well, I went to a city in Luxembourg, which is on the corner of three countries. Um, uh, I get, took a whole tour on it. I don't remember what the city was called. Real tiny city. Yeah, it was only a couple months ago. And uh, the zone, like, so the Europe, you can just like walk around throughout Europe. Eurozone. Yeah, it's not that. Mm, ozone. No, that's mm. that, uh, that's in Ontario. Ozarks. It's not that either. Mm. But anyway, you can. It used to be like you couldn't cross these borders, and people couldn't. You got into Europe, and there used to be all these laws. Now you can go to Europe, and you just be like, oh, "I'm in this walking zone. I can go anywhere, and people aren't going to check your passport. You're just like, I'm in. I'm in." Mm-hmm. Um, and there, police can pr- continue their pursuit for like a hundred miles or something. Maybe not quite that far, but a while. I was going to say that's it, like a that's a country. It used to be people would just skip right over the border, and the internet, you know, the police in the different country right. were like, "Ah, oh, we're we're screwed. We can't keep going." So people would always be committing crimes that way. Yeah, and then uh, and then the good city. Way to do it. So I don't know if it's the same in the U.S., but probably the same kind of principle. Maybe right. Lake Geneva was just far enough. All right. So he'd go up there to escape. Yeah, and he's got from a... his jaywalking and loitering. Mm-hmm. Um, gave him all their money. That was it. He was just living living the high life. A little triangle there, just kind of around southern Wisconsin, northern Illinois. Probably, he'd probably pop into Michigan, Indiana. He had his guys go do that, I'm sure. Um, I don't know how on the ground this Capone fellow was. Fair. Yeah, you got to delegate. I'm also not sure if it was like, was he doing every alcoholic beverage or was he like... He stuck to the... Uh, the hard stuff? Yeah. Someone else took care of the cocktails and the mixers. I feel like that must have been when the U.S. started drinking hard liquor. Oh, uh, interesting. Because beer, I feel like beer, it's like, ah, oh, we're all producing the, the a bunch of beer. Of it, yeah, yeah. But then you go, okay, well, we got to hide this stuff. Mm, it's moonshine. a greater value. Then everybody's moonshining, then everybody's baking. Yeah, you, you know, want it small. You want it. Baking oh. themselves a batch in a barrel, and that barrel's worth way more if it's whiskey as opposed to yeah. um, a beer. Uh, that makes sense to me. I'll buy it. Yeah, but that is weird. They had all those industries. Like, you hear, like, how long has Jack Daniels been around? Hmm. Wow. Since before Prohibition. Sure. So is there a 10-year ten, ten period where they weren't a business? I don't know. And they just picked right back up? Jack Daniels just decided to go into, like, you know, work in a paper mill for a couple of years until the laws were changed. Yeah, that must have that must have killed a bunch of, bunch of industries. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. But we, we righted the wrong, and we got amendment number, whichever one came next. 23. That Probably. said, ha JK. Mm-hmm. That'd be fun. Let's distill all the amendments into text language. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think that would go over well with these uh, constitutionalists. <laughs> Boy, buzzwords here on the pod. Um, that was crazy informative. My I, mind is blown away. Did we learn a lot today, Adam? Uh, we, we learned something. <laughs> okay. Um, well, thank you all for listening. As we said earlier... This uh, was a real downward spiral. Eh, I, we we didn't quite stick the landing, but if you could tell a friend to listen to most of this episode, <laughs> now we're just we're begging. I I think I think everybody had a good time, mm-hmm. and I think if if your objective was to uh you know wake up in the morning, get excited, listen to half an hour of this, pause it, and then listen to the end when you want to go to sleep, uh, it served its purpose mm-hmm. purpose perfectly well. So appreciate your patronage. Um, keep sending those checks in. Mm-hmm. The mail. Yep. Zip code. I mean, the mail as well. The zero. Checks. Absolutely. 
Well, thank All you. Right. Thank you, folks. Thanks for tuning in. I watched your eyes go dead halfway through. <laughs> <laughs>